Hey now, and welcome back to another episode of the Passionate Stewardship Podcast, a podcast for helping professionals who strongly believe in supporting their community and the humans who live there. I am your host, Dr. Sherry. As I have already shared with you, this year we are focusing on radical self care. And my word of the year is resilience. Building resilience through radical self-care involves adapting practices that enhance every aspect of radical self-care. There are five domains of radical self-care that we'll be focusing on this year here on the podcast. And that is mental and emotional radical self-care, social radical self-care, professional radical self-care, spiritual radical self-care, and physical radical self-care. Resilience is the ability to bounce back from challenges, adapt to adversity, and grow stronger in the face of difficulties. I particularly don't like the word the word challenges. I like difficulties. So resilience is to bounce back. And of course, these are things that will grow and enhance over time. So we're going to build resilience this year through radical self-care practices. A way to do that is cultivate a positive mindset. And a way to cultivate a positive mindset is to practice gratitude. I mean, practice gratitude in each and everything that you do. Regularly express your appreciation for the positive aspects in your life. And me personally, sometimes I even express gratitude for the things that may be not so positive in my life. Because for me personally, this is my business and maybe not yours. I believe that even those things that are not so positive in my life, I can grow from those things because I look at those things that may be not so positive in my life and I look at them and what can I learn from them so I won't do it again? Or what can I learn from them so I won't make quote unquote the same mistake again? So regularly practice gratitude. Thank you for food in my refrigerator. You know, thank you for teaching me that lesson. Show gratitude, not just for the lessons in life, but also for the people in your life. It is amazing to have great support systems in your life. And later this month, we're going to do an episode on, you know, community and community, not in the geographical sense, but how important community is in your radical self-care journey. But, you know, Appreciate and regularly express gratitude for aspects of your life. Those aspects of your life that are positive, but sometimes those aspects of your life that aren't so positive and that taught you some really good life lessons. Also, focus on your strengths. Acknowledge your abilities and your achievements and use them as a source of strength. I think last year, one of the episodes we talked about, you have to be your own cheerleader sometimes. Yes, it's amazing to have someone acknowledge your strengths and acknowledge your abilities and your achievements, but it is nothing like pouring that into yourself. So focus on your strength, practice gratitude, Those are ways to cultivate a positive mindset. Next, develop healthy habits. 
exercise regularly. Now, I am not so great at this and I'm watching that Planet Fitness parking lot. (laughs) Physical activity can improve mood and reduce stress. So I do have a desk job. I am sitting at my desk most of the days and I am typing away or I am sitting and I am processing things with the advocates that might come into my office or I am on a Zoom call or on a WebEx or you name it. If it's an online platform and a meeting can be held, somebody's holding a meeting. So I am constantly at my desk and I have to constantly remind myself or my husband will call me and remind us and to remind me, hey, have you gotten up and walked around? Please get up from that desk and walk around. So engage in regular exercise. Um, We have a room in our building that has an elliptical machine and a treadmill, which unfortunately does not get used as much. Um, The ED before me, she would go in there on her, her lunch break and use it and our attorney. She'll go in there and use it. So we probably should use it a little regularly, but get some exercise. Also get enough sleep. I told y'all the good doctor loves a good nap. Quality sleep is crucial for mental and physical well-being. Like we must get a good night's sleep. It's good for focus. And for me, I drive so far. So I need a good night's sleep. I need my rest. Because some people get angry and cranky when they don't eat. I get like that when I don't get enough sleep. Maintain a balanced diet. Eat nutritious foods to support your overall health. Recently, I cut meat out of my diet. I had some pork in December and it did not agree with me. Right now, and I'm hoping that I stay on this journey, but I am making the conscious decision that I have cut all meat out of my diet. So I think I I will consider myself right now a pescatarian. Um, I am still eating seafood, but lots of fruits and vegetables. I haven't given up cheese yet. Oh, y'all, I love me some good cheese, especially blue cheese and Parmesan. But I do eat it in moderation because I suffer from migraines and I do know that salty, rich foods like that do trigger migraines. So I eat it in moderation, but I have cut all meat out of my diet and I have felt the difference with just a couple weeks that I have had no meat in my system. So maintain a balanced diet. I am also drinking a whole lot more water than I used to. I can drink water just flat out, so I will just squeeze some lime into my water. So make sure you are eating a balanced diet and eat nutritious foods that support your overall health. And nutritious food don't have to be nasty food. Like your girl loves a good meal. So nutritious diet, get enough sleep and exercise regularly. Develop healthy habits because remember, you only got one body. Establish a support system. Connect with others, that community. Build and nurture strong relationships with your friends and family and colleagues. You know, it is great to have individuals who do the same type of work that you do, who can relate to what it is that you go through. You know, it's really, really important for human service professionals to have other human service professionals and social workers that they can connect with and share their experiences, of course, without disclosing the information 
and of the clients that they're working with, but just to be able to talk to, just to be able to vent to, because trust, what's going on in your agency is probably going on in another agency. So it's really important that you have a community of professionals that you can connect with and you can process things with. And it's also important to have family. Um, And it might not be your blood family. It might be chosen family. But nevertheless, it's really good to have family um, support and some good friends around you. For women who say, that's why I ain't got no female friends. Baby, you need to take a look in the mirror. Ain't nothing like having some good girlfriends. And if you don't have good girlfriends, it's time for you to sit and just take a good look at why. What has gone on in your life that allows you to block that type of relationship in your life? There is a really good book that we'll be introducing later this month, but I'll let you know now. It's called Sisterhood Heals, and it is such a good book. It talks about female relationships and how we view female relationships. It's based on the female relationships that we saw in our lives, but it's so good to have good girlfriends in your life. Establish a good support system and seek support. Don't hesitate to ask for help. Now, I know this might be the pot calling the kettle black because I have a really hard time with asking for help. I've gotten better at it. And I think that is a result. I was a single mom. It was just me and my son for a lot of the time. So I was so used to doing things for myself. But there were times when I had to ask for support. It was hard. But I had to ask for support. So seek support. You know, don't don't hesitate to ask for support and for help when you know you need it. And be open about your feelings. You know, even if you do ask a girlfriend or a friend or someone for support, you know, be open like, hey, it was really hard. It's I'm in a really difficult situation right now. It's really hard for me to come to you and ask you for this, but I could really use some support right now. And go into it not expecting for anything in return, meaning don't have any expectations for the other person. You are doing this because you need support for yourself. You are doing this because you need the support. So establish a support system. You are doing this for you. You are doing this for your own radical self-care. You are doing this because you know that you need to take care of self set realistic goals. Every year like clockwork, I set goals for myself and I check in on those goals throughout the year. Break tasks into smaller steps, you know, achieve small goals that can build a sense of accomplishment. Focus on what you can control. One of my favorite prayers is the serenity prayer. You know, you concentrate on the aspects of your life that you can control, my friend, that only you can control because guess what? We cannot control everything. That's what the serenity prayer talks about. It talks about, you know, accepting the things that you have control over and not the things that you can't control. Set realistic goals for yourself and check in on those goals. And guess what? If you haven't reached those goals in the timeline, it is okay. 
And it's okay because life is going to show up because adulting is hard. Okay. Practice mindfulness and relaxation techniques. This may look very different for everyone. And remember, radical self-care is not a one-size-fits-all. You have to do what works for you. So for some folks, it's meditation. For some folks, it's yoga. But it's important that you incorporate some kind of mindfulness practices or maybe even deep breathing. It could be as simple as just being in the moment and grounding yourself right where you are and taking several deep breaths. And in between each of those deep breaths, do some counting and then letting it go. But grounding yourself in that moment and trying your best to just clear your mind of laundry or homework or after school activities with the children or those grant deliverables or I wonder if that client picked up their medications today or I wonder if I got those case notes done or who I need to meal prep for for. Um, next week's meals, try to clear your mind of anything and everything that has nothing to do with the moment and be present to your breath, be present to that moment and just be, just be in that moment right there. You know, for some folks, yoga is everything. You know, yoga helps promote relaxation and it reduces stress. So think about it. Yoga, it helps with reducing stress. And it can help with your resilience practices, adaptability, and problem solving. Develop problem solving skills. Approach challenges proactively, breaking them down into manageable parts. You have got to show yourself some grace in this process. Don't try to take on everything at one time. And I am learning this slowly but surely. Because trust me, I'm not doing this just for my amazing folks out in this world that do so much for others. I'm doing this for myself also. Embrace change. My grandmama used to say this. There are several things in this world that's for certain. And that's taxes, death, and change. Embrace <laughs> change, learn to adapt to new situations and see them as opportunities for growth. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. Learn to adapt to new situations and see them as opportunities for growth. It is okay to change, in my opinion, as long as you are changing for the better. Learn from difficult experiences. Listen, reflect on the experience. Don't beat yourself up. Reflect on the experience. Understand how you've overcome the challenge or the experience. Apply those lessons to the current situation and work the steps to move past it. And know that if it rears its ugly head ever again, you already know. Ah, ah, Don't even try it. Foster a growth mindset. View challenges or difficult experiences, which I prefer, 
as learning opportunities, like I said earlier. They're learning opportunities. I know not to ever do it again. I know not to ever say that again. I know how to process better so I can make a better decision the next time. And this develops resilience. Remember, resilience is not something that we were born with. Resilience is something that we learn over a lifespan. And we will continue to learn how to be resilient probably for the rest of our lives because stressors will continue to come until we close our eyes for the last time. Self-compassion. Be kind to yourself. Treat yourself with the same kind of kindness that I hope and pray that you are treating someone else. Treat yourself with the same kind of understanding, the same kind of grace that you treat others. Treat yourself the same exact way. If you offer that grace, that understanding, that compassion, that kindness to a friend or a family member, or a colleague, when you are in a difficult situation, offer yourself that same grace, that same compassion, that same kindness, and that same understanding. Accept imperfections. Recognize that it is absolutely okay to not be perfect, and that mistakes are a part of the learning and also the healing process. So it's okay. Limit your stressors. Set boundaries. And we are going to take a deep dive into boundaries. I think next month. I mean a deep dive into boundaries. Know when to say no. Period. And prioritize you. Prioritize your well-being. Manage your time effectively and break your tasks down into manageable chunks in order to organize yourself and your schedule. And more importantly, seek professional help in order to develop this resilience, in order to be able to make radical self-care like a continuous part of you, it's, it's going to be a process and it's going to require personalized strategies that are tailored just for you. Because again, this is not a one size fits all. What works for me is not going to work for you. So yoga, it's not my jam. Yoga might not be somebody else's jam, but yoga might be your jam. For me, it is prayer and some grounding exercises that might not be your jam. Adapting the approaches that we just went through to your specific circumstance is crucial. Limit your stressors, whatever those stressors might be, you know, Always practice self-compassion. Learn from your difficult experiences. Adaptability and problem solving. Practice some level of mindfulness and relaxation techniques. Even if it's cutting the TV off, 
Practice some kind of mindfulness and relaxation techniques, even if it means cutting the TV off, putting Instagram down or Twitter or Snapchat or uh, what's the other one? TikTok, all that. It's putting it down for a while and just sitting in complete silence after you put the kids to bed or after the hubby goes to sleep at night, whatever the case may be, find time to just be. Integrating these methods into your routine can enhance your ability to bounce back, which is the resilience, and to cope with difficulties in all areas of your life, which is the resilience. And it enhances and it it reinforces you intentionally taking the time to intentionally with all intent purposes to implement radical self-care practices into your life and into all domains of your life. Remember, radical self-care is health care and kindness is free. So do me a favor and be kind to someone today. I love you so much for listening. Until next time, be good to yourself and others. Bye. (laughs) 